Good morning, family. I'm Pastor Will from the City of George. Thank you for joining us this morning again uh, for some soul food. We've been looking at some special verses of Scripture from here, there, and everywhere. And I've got another special verse for you today that I have no doubt you could quote off the top of your head. But while you're listening, you may want to just type in a text there uh, on, your, on your PC, on your phone, and share your favorite verse with us. Why don't you share a verse that means a lot to you? So I've chosen for you this morning, Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 11. Yep, you know it. This is what God is saying through the prophet Jeremiah. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. And they plans to prosper and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. And I bet you're ready to stop right there. But that would be a shame because there's so much good stuff in the context here. Let's carry on. Verse 12, <coughs> excuse me, of Jeremiah 29 says, Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will hear you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me. With all of your heart, I will be found by you, declares the Lord. And here's a promise. And I will restore your fortunes and gather you from all the nations and all the places where I've driven you, declares the Lord. And I will bring you back to the place from which I sent you into exile. Well, there's the first point already hinting at the context. And that's the first thing you need to remember to get the most out of a verse. So it's almost dangerous in a sense to grab a verse right out of its context. Not only could it be easily misinterpreted, but what's more, you'll miss such a blessing that comes out of that context. So number one, firstly, consider the context. And verse 14 that I read a moment ago hints at that context. Uh, Psalm 137, in fact, is bang on in that context as well. Uh, now, for you Otopies like me, you might remember a group called Boney M. They sang a song from that Psalm 137 years ago. They sang and said this, By the rivers of Babylon, when we sat down and wept, we couldn't even sing and remember the Lord's songs in the strange land. Yes, as you probably know and have guessed, they're in exile and they're far from home. They've forgotten the great worship songs as they went up to the temple to worship their God. And here's the problem. There are some false prophets arising. One of them was the prophet Hananiah. Read about that one chapter back in chapter 28. And they were saying, hey, don't worry about it. Relax. In two years' time, you're going to be back home singing God's praises in the city of Jerusalem in the temple again. Wrong. That's not what was going to happen. So remember, consider the context. But secondly, follow God's directives. Man's advice, the false prophets were saying, don't worry, be happy. Does that ring a bell? They were saying in two years you're going to be back home. No. God's directive here through the prophet Jeremiah, the true prophet, was says, don't listen to those lies being prophesied in my name, but I haven't forgotten you. But I'm telling you this is going to take a little bit longer. In fact, in this case, it would be 70 years before they all get back to worshiping God together in Jerusalem, in the temple. In the meantime, you just keep trusting me. Number three, take this with you today. 
Claim God's promises. Consider the context, follow God's directives, but claim those promises. Why? Because the great I am who knows you and knows what's best for you. Why? Because he's the all-knowing one. You and I know that sometimes life throws us some curved balls and seems to throw us off track from God's purposes for us. But you know the promise from Romans 8.28, that's another great verse. It says this, God is always at work in all things for the good of those who love Him and are called according to His purpose. I love that promise. So here's the plan. It's a good one. It's a plan to prosper you and not to harm you. And it was all mapped out from the beginning, tailor-made, just for you. Surely this brings us great hope for the future. But there's more good news. God doesn't say, just say, here's the plan, get on with it. Here's the promise. He's also with me until my mission is complete. Why? Because he's the ever-present one. Before you go, here's the best part of all. While God won't do for me and for you what we must do for ourselves, but see, there's a great promise. When I stumble and I grow weary and even tempted to quit and throw in the towel, God lifts me up and He gives me His grace and His strength so that when I'm weak, as Paul says, that's actually when I'm at my strongest as I lean on Him, on His grace and His strength. Why? Because He's the all-powerful one. Well, what's our part in this? You want to discover God's plan, but it never tells us, the prophet doesn't say, seek the plans. You see, seek me. God says, I've got the plan. I'm in tomorrow. I'm in the future. You can trust me because I know you and I know what's best for you. And I'm able to accomplish that in and through you. So remember, as you go into this day, folks, God's got your back. He's got a plan for you and he's already there. Can I pray that for you quickly before you go into your day? Our gracious God and Heavenly Father, thank you that you know us, you love us, and you know what's best for us. Would you reveal your specific purposes for your people, even this day, and may they have the peace and assurance that they're walking in your will and hearing that still small voice saying, this is the way, walk in it. Lord, will you fulfill the plans that you have for us to your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us. You have a great day.